Hey, all you rad dads out there. Hey, all you rad dads out there. It's Christian here with another episode. This one features John Miller of Fire in the Radio. They just uh, released a new album called Monuments a few months ago. Go check it out. This episode, uh, we talked a little bit about uh, the resiliency of kids and modeling uh, for them, you know, the passions in, in our life and how that kind of translate to them, as well as uh, doing something for yourself every day, you know, keep that mental health in check, uh, makes you a better person, uh, makes you a better dad. We hope you enjoy this one. Okay, so uh, welcome to the Rad Jad Show. Who are you? So, hey, I'm John Miller from Fire in the Radio. And you're a dad. And I'm a dad. Care to, yeah. to divulge the names and ages of your kids? Kid, sure. Kids? Sure. Sure. I have a newly minted 10-year-old, um, had a birthday this last weekend named Chloe, and a uh, 9-year-old named Griffin. And Chloe, girl? Yeah, Chloe's a girl. Yeah, Griffin boy. Okay, so yeah, Griffin boy, boy and a boy and a girl. Um, do you consider yourself a rad dad? <laughs> I'd have to pull my kids, I guess, to to know if they think I'm a rad. I think they think I'm a rad dad. We we have a lot of fun together, so I think they'd probably say yes. That's good. Okay, so what are some fun things that you do with your kids? What does that mean? Let's see. Well, obviously, um, you know. Enjoying music, I think, you know, we started at a young age, um, spending a bunch of time, you know, playing around with music. And so I, my son now starts to, started to try to figure out how to play the drums and my daughter's done some piano and guitar. And so we kind of, you know, sing songs and hang out. I, I think the other thing that I, I grew up with a mom who was a children's librarian. So I really, you know, grew up with a strong sense of the importance of books and reading. And so one thing that we do every night, it's sort of the tradition is to, to pick a book and, and read part of the book and, and uh, so kind of work through that every night. And that's been a really cool thing because it's like, you know, at the end of a work day or whatever, you know, you come home and you'd be able to do that with the kids. It's always nice. I agree. One of the most rewarding things, I don't know if it's a rewarding word, but things that I enjoyed was having my son learn how to read, like growing up watching him. The, oh, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, what are some, some traits you think make one a rad dad? I think just trying to be engaged. You know, I think we're we're also busy running, you know, with work and you know, I think there's sort of a default, you know, with a lot of dads I know and I'm certain I fall into this category from time to time where we're so busy thinking that, okay, we're here to just kind of work and take care of our family and that's how we contribute that it's kinda of hard to come home and turn that off and decompress and be present. You know, just just know that they're sort of there to you know want to hang out with you they actually want to see you and they want to engage with you and it's not all just about trying to grind it out and so i think just trying to find ways to to connect and listen and be present is is a great start uh, are, you, are you connecting more than ever right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah actually you know what it, in that way that's been the one upside of this whole thing is that um yeah, I would say that there's been some really nice moments of being able to really spend time and slow things down and, you know, get off devices and all those things that you kind of hope or want to do. It's you're sort of forced to do it a little bit right now. So that's been very good. 
in uh, what ways has uh, fatherhood changed you? Or has it? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I always sort of say to my wife and we joke that the very best thing I've ever done is become a dad. Um, you know, you, you tend to have a certain view of the world and then you have children and you tend to have that view altered whether you want to or not. But, um, no, I think, I think it's the most positive thing I've ever been a part of is trying to, you know, enjoy and, and shape, you know, our kids into being good people, good citizens. Um, and, uh, I've really, you know, I, it's, it's still my favorite time. My time with my kids is, you know, everything else that we do. And, you know, my wife and I both have things that we are passionate about, but, you know, our kids are paramount and that's, that is really the best time that we get to spend. So I think it's, I think it's changed me just generally that way. Um, my son Griffin uh, has special needs. He has a, a rare syndrome, and so I think uh, you know that's also caused me to you know sort of we have kids at two different ends of the spectrum, and so it's caused me to slow down a lot and really appreciate um, how hard people sometimes work to be able to to do things and and to overcome those challenges. So I've 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 learned a lot from that process. Is that how your view is altered? You kind of mentioned you know. A bit I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think I've learned a lot about what it's like to be somebody in the world uh, with special needs or disabilities and how much that requires um to be able to overcome that. I mean, I think we take for granted a lot of what we have in our health and our ability to navigate the world. And I think I've learned from my son um you know how to slow things down and how to better appreciate how a lot of people out there in the world struggle to actually get up every day and navigate just basic things. And so I have a lot more respect and appreciation for people who do that and have to move through the world that way. Nice. Did you have any fears about becoming a dad? I think, I think everyone's afraid of the unknown, right? You know, it's, um, I'm, you know, my wife and I definitely, you know, it was a conscious choice when we were at that place. And so I think, we were ready for that next chapter of our lives, but I think, um, I think sure, you know, I mean, I think we all are afraid that we might not, you know, have what it takes to try to make sure that our kids turn out well and, and have all the opportunities to, to carve their own path. And I think everyone, I think everyone has, at some level has that base level, um, concern, or at least I certainly did, <laughs> but, you know, I think, I think just trying to come back and, to what we talked about earlier and be present and just, you know, just know that kids are really resilient and, you know, you just keep doing your best every day and, and, uh, and they, they respond to that, you know, I think that's really the key that what I've learned. Yeah. And that seems to be kind of like a universal, but you know, you're probably what, maybe the 23rd dad that I've talked to for this the podcast. And it's, it's somewhat universal in that just being present and being engaged and, uh, it seems like an easy answer, but it's not always easy to do that, right? No, no. You got to just kind of remind yourself. I have a friend who, you know, his mantra was like, before he gets home, he just goes for one quick lap around the block, and that lap is just the the time to remind himself that he's about to head into the house, and it's time to switch gears. And you know, that kind of stuff's actually really good. It seems simple and maybe even silly sometimes, but just that minute to take a breath and kind of, okay, now, now I'm here for this and this is what it's really all about. It's a good thing. I like that idea. I have, uh, I, I interviewed Mickey Chen for, for this as well. And he, I don't know if you're familiar with him from Teenage Ball Rocket. Oh, sure. And, 
Have you have you seen his books that he's done put out? Yeah, yeah, I'm familiar generally. Yes. Yeah, so uh, I was just really into it at that time that I interviewed him. Talk about being present and and uh, just those little exercises tend to tend to work for sure. I like that. Yeah, uh, that going around the block. Let me try that one. I'll steal that one. Lab, right? They're basic, but they they work. What are some of the most rewarding aspects of being a dad? I think when you see your kids start to define and find their own things that get them excited about life, you know, that's probably the most rewarding. I think, you know, even though I play music and even though we enjoy that, I think I've tried not to say, like, that's the path that you need to have for things that make you excited. And I think I'm starting to watch my daughter now find her own things that she's really good at that are different than things that I would be good at. And and I think, you know, if you know, one of the reasons that you know, I play music, you know, even still and still do it at a, you know, a certain level is because I try to instill in our kids, as does my wife, she's like a ultra marathon runner. So she's this incredible runner. And I think we both have decided that like one of the reasons that we do these sort of <laughs> things passionately is because we want our kids to realize that in life, you never have to stop kind of chasing things that really make you excited about life and getting up and, you know, and continuing on. And, and so watching our kids start to find their own things that they're passionate about. Um, you know, I give her a lot of credit because she, my daughter and her will run together and things like that. And, and I know that that's a good place for conversations to happen and then a good place for her to start to think about things that she might be passionate about. And, and I'm starting to see that now and it's really been cool. Nice. How, like, how how do you help them find those things? Like, be, them being nine and ten, I'm kind of in that same boat. I have an eight year old, and so I I agree with you I, that when they find something that they're really into, I'm just stoked that they're into something, and I want to kind of push that. Is it just introducing them to lots of different things, or or do you think that just kind of comes naturally by being a model? Yeah. Like, you think that you are. That's, that's actually a really good question. I you know I don't know. Um, I, I, I'm sure there's like a lot of right ways to get to the same place. I, you know, for us, what we've tried to do is in two parts. Like one is to try different things so that we're not married to any one thing, but also I'm a big believer in finishing. So, you know, my daughter wanted to switch from, you know, really doing the piano thing or lessons. She wasn't too sure that that was exactly her path. Although she, you know, was trying that out. She was like, I really want to try guitar. And it's like, okay, well, it's, finish the year and finish the lessons and then try that, you know, so, and then now that seems to be something that she's interested in. And, and so I think just whatever the exposure to lots of different things when they're young and, and listening to what they like, you know, and at the same time, I, you know, I, I kind of believe that, you know, you do have to finish things. So not just bailing because, you know, sometimes things are hard and sometimes overcoming things that are hard is where the really greatest rewards are, right? And so, so you know, there's, there's always that desire to just say forget it because it doesn't come easy, and that still might be something you're incredibly passionate about later. Just you need to kind of overcome the the initial learning phase of it. Right. And so, I think trying to balance that's always a delicate thing. So, can you describe the relationship with your dad a little bit? And did that relationship influence how you, how you are with your kids? Oh wow, you're you're going 
you're you're going deep here. <laughs> hey, uh, I, we, we don't have to go there. If, if you're, no, if you're no, uh, no. My my dad's my dad's a, a wonderful person, uh, and he's still he's still around. So my so my dad's um, you know we we grew up in a very blue collar um, uh, situation, and uh, you know my dad was the kind of dad that uh, worked three jobs to kind of make sure that there was food on the table and a roof over our head and. Um, you know, I think as I've gotten older and had to be in these roles, like, you know, I've really grown to have a tremendous amount of respect and appreciation um, for my dad. Um, I think when you're a kid, you know, you just want your parents to be present, right? So that's kind of what we talked about earlier. So there's always there's always that desire. Um, but, yeah, I, I just, you know, I watched my dad work hard his whole life to try to put it all together. And, uh, you know, I think that gave me a really good work ethic, but I think I've had to you know, maybe borrow from my mom or others to to sort of um, realize how to balance that. And, and and my wife's been great, you know, to feel how to be like, you know, okay, well, that's that's important, but it's not everything. And that's just one piece of everything, you know. And so I think, you know, I think you get takeaways from all different places and try to try to do it your own way the best you can. Have you done anything kind of just to, to spite them? Is there something that – not not really despite them, just more the idea of uh, where I'm going with this question. The idea that you want to kind of do better than what your your parents did. Do you ever have any feeling like that, or do you think no? You're pretty proud of. Well, um, I'm pretty sure that my parents and my dad, you know, uh, would tell you that I you know played punk rock music despite him. <laughs> so, <laughs> probably that was probably the the spiting part. Um, I think as you get you know, a little older and a little more distance, you know, those things tend to soften. So I, I, I don't come at it from that lens anymore. If anything, I, you know, you know, like picking up the phone and kind of talking about where I'm at and with kids and he laughs a lot. And, you know, I think I have a better understanding of where he was, you know, trying to put it all together way back when. And so I think in that way, it's more of a bonding thing now as opposed to a spite thing, but I'm sure I went through the spiting phase. <laughs> Well, being a, being in a punk band for sure, I, I guess, right? Um, how do you deal with being on the road? Like, are, do you guys tour a lot, or is it when you're you're touring? Is it conscious that you have families and? Yeah. So, I mean, you know, yes. The short answer is we we definitely tour. We try to do it in chunks, you know, so that like if we're going to be gone, we're gone, and when we're home, we're home, you know. And so I think we all try to correlate that because I think. You know, one thing that's really cool is that we all have kids and uh, they're actually not all that dissimilar in age, um, you know, a little variance here and there. But, you know, so we're all kind of going through this together and it's been actually a really cool bonding thing. And the one commonality I would say about the band just generally is that everyone in the band is a really great dad. It's like I have, you know, I look around all the guys in the band and they all really love their kids tremendously and they sacrifice a lot for them. So I think we kind of have a mantra that like actually our kids and families come first and the band is second, <laughs> which may not be the recipe for like massive touring or success, <laughs> but that's not really what we're here for, you know, and we've said that a number of times, like it's the success that's followed, like what we're trying to do is kind of blows our minds given where we're at in life. But, um, but that's, you know, that's also, we're just, this is part of just who we are. And so, um, so I think it's, you know, if we try to plan touring and things around family vacations or other things that are priorities for everyone. And so, you know, if we, if you see us on tour, come see us because, you know, we don't do it as much as everyone else, but we do do it and we've done more of it every time 
that we've done another record cycle and it's you know it's it's a great it's like the best dad's trip you can go on <laughs> <That's> nice <laughs> uh so let's talk about that you you have a new album coming out correct yep yeah this friday actually right and do you want to talk a little bit about it sure so, plug it a little so bit here. Yeah. So this is our third property. It's uh it's called Monuments. Um and uh it, the uh the record was recorded in uh Gradwell House studio in New Jersey, um at our at our friend's studio there. And uh my other good friend, longtime friend Jesse Gander came from Vancouver and uh he's worked on some great records. As you mentioned, we talked before the program with Comeback Kid and Japan Droids, White Lung and so I've known Jesse since the DBS days, and uh, he mixed the first two records, but agreed to come down and actually fully produce and engineer this one and mix it. And I think that's what's made it our best to date. We we wrote about 30 ideas for it on the way in, and um, you know traded those ideas back and forth and kind of worked on them. And then he weaned that down to the best 11 songs, and and kind of just did it with like a band in the room type feel where we just play them live and tried to get our best takes and did some limited overdubs and that became the record but i yeah i'm really happy with how it turned out and you know again just sort of it's kind of fun you talk about being a dad it's like it's cool my my son has part of his you know syndrome is like speech delays but he like sings along with the songs like in his own way loudly in the backseat <laughs> we were listening to the mixes and it's super fun you know it's 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 at this stage i'm just so grateful and began to have had some success going into it and people take it seriously is uh is an amazing thing so um you have a favorite dad joke <laughs> you know what? You're interviewing the wrong guy. Ed, our our bass player, is is the king of dad jokes. So much so that he like he can just rattle them off one at a time, and he's really good at it. And I apologize, I'm terrible at. Well, you know, that's okay. Just, this this one stumps a lot of people. It's one of the things you probably do them, you know, that you, you know throughout the day or throughout the week. It when it when it comes to you know being on the spot, it's, it's tough. I get that. Okay, last question here, John. Um, do you have any final words of wisdom to any of the rad dads or new dads out there listening to this? Yeah, you know, one thing that's been um, super cool about doing this band is that we've had a lot of dads uh, remarkably reach out. I think there was like an initial period of like, do we really talk about being dads? Like as part of, and just, you know, we finally got to this place and some of my friends were like, yeah, just, you know, it's, it's cool. It's, it's cool that other dads know that they can go back and, find music or something they're passionate about too and and that can be a cool thing for them and their kids and sort of a cool lesson and so i've had several people reach out to us in the last maybe six to ten months dads who said that like they've the knowing that we do this have caused them to pick up a guitar again and like now they're back playing with the band once a week or doing something that's they're passionate about and i find that to be incredibly inspiring you know it's if, if 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 we've achieved that as a band, I think we've been wildly successful. You know, it's like it just the ability to inspire anyone through music is an amazing thing. And so I think just keep, you know, finding ways to get back to things that you're passionate about if you feel like you're stuck in a rut or, you know, you just want to kind of do that. There there's there is a little bit of time to carve out to do those things and in that that becomes a lesson for your kids that I think is very powerful. 
And that's why we're talking to you. I love that answer. That's exactly why kind of what we do, what we do, we, we hope to inspire dads and empower them to kind of get involved. You know, being, we know that, you know, they tend to be involved in their, their kids' lives, but also take some time for, for themselves, which I think is really important uh, for many different reasons. And I don't think it's a selfish thing at all. I think it's more just kind of being, being you know, in tune with who you are and that makes you a better dad uh, all around. Yeah. More, 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 more focused when you're with your kids on what they need because you yeah. kind of take. You know, it's like it's like people like my wife always says, get up every day and try to do something, you know, for yourself because then you're physically set and you're taking care of yourself and you, your kids need you to be around. <laughs> you know that kind of thing. It's like uh, that. I don't come that as easy, but you know, but that's you know, I think that same idea applies, which is just you know, if you take a little time for yourself, your mental health is good, and, and then you can be more present and better for your kids. You bet. Okay. Well, thanks for being present uh, for us. Thanks for taking yeah, the time. Yeah, thanks, thanks for having me, Kristen. I really appreciate it. And thanks for everyone yeah. for listening.